It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everyone, and happy, happy Tuesday. Welcome to Loretta McNary Live presents Tuesdays with Michael Farmer. He's our spiritual personal coach, so glad that you all are here and very, very excited that Michael is here. We're going to do a recap of the last, what, four or five weeks that we've been talking about, renewing your mind. And as always, you can always go back and listen to the archives. Um, and hear everything that we talked about because I had to go listen to a couple myself. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I just want to bring Michael on so we can do the recap today and talk about what's coming up next, hopefully before the end of the show. Well, good. Good morning, everybody. It is certainly good to be back here and to close out this particular topic of, re- of renewing the mind. We've been on this. Wow. The entire month of January is a Tuesday and also two uh, Tuesdays in December. So it's been six weeks, so a lot of information has gone forth. Uh, we hope that um, the ones who have listened to it have gleaned a lot from it and not just gleaned from it, but actually putting some of those things into practice into your everyday life because that's where you're going to see the immediate results. Uh, so faith without works truly is dead. And with that said, mm-hmm. we just want to get right into it. Uh, kind of have an abbreviated show on today, so we just want to hear some of the highlights of what we talked about the past six weeks. And, of course, we said before that the topic was renewing the mind, and I'm I'm seeing that as a, uh, a theme in quite a few areas I've been looking at, uh, just going on different blogs and also on the Internet and uh, churches that I'm dealing with, a lot of people are dealing with this issue of uh, renewing the mind and going through this transformation. So I think it's a timely topic. Um, mm-hmm. but we don't want this just to be a phase or we don't want this just to be a wave that, that hits the body of Christ and then spills out like, like most of them do. We want this to be something uh, that is a tangible, identifiable part that's relative to the body of Christ, and then we show and then we be in the light and showing the world how it should be done and not vice versa. So we started out this whole uh, topic with the uh, with the support scripture, and I like to use that with everything that I do, and it came out of Romans 12 and 2, which simply says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, there's some key points in there that I want to just leave with you and want you to really just meditate on. And when you look at that uh, particular verse of Scripture in Romans 12 and 2, it says that we should not conform to this word. I mean that we should not try to fit in with the way the, way the word do things or we should not fit in with their way of thinking. But he's admonishing the church there at Rome, and he's telling them to be transformed. So there's a so there's the there's the uh, the difference 
don't conform, but transform. And then he tells you how to make that transformation. And he says you do that by the renewing or the renovating of your mind. And said that you may prove. Not God's going to prove it. Say you're going to prove. (laughs) You're going to prove to those around you. You're going to prove, most of all, to the world what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So that's what I want to leave with the listeners on today. And it's it's just really just on me uh, the past few days to really encourage, you know, those who profess to be Christians to really begin to live this thing out. Uh, it is imperative, especially in the days in which we live, that this happened because it's, as you, you see just all through, and especially with the uh, emergence and then the explosion of social media, you know, it's an outlet to get things to people. You know, we see the world is, is propagating their way of thinking very rapidly. So we should use that same medium and to propagate the way we think and to also not just propagate it but to demonstrate to them that our way it's the best way. I know some people don't agree with that, but that's what I believe, that God's way is always the best way. Uh, in other way, you're just spinning your wheels. And then, of course, the last scripture was Ephesians 4 and 23, which simply says, and be renewed in the spirit or the attitude of your mind. And then we covered, uh, I think it was, Ten aspects of the mind So these are different areas of your mind Which you can make that renewal in And I'm just going to read down through them very quickly I'm not going to expound upon any of them But I just want to let you know That your mind is, is so multifaceted So many aspects of the mind That it can be renewed in so many areas We're going to start with number one Which is which are your thoughts mm-hmm. Number two is your memory And number three is your imagination Now the, the basic just of these three, the thoughts, your memory, and your imagination deals with, as we talked about in, in the broadcast, deals with the present, the past, and the future, respectively. Your thoughts represent your present state of, of, of thinking. Your memory me, uh, represents the past. And then your imagination, of course, represents the future, also those eternal things of God. So those are the three that we mentioned and then the next seven are your consciousness, your perception, your reasoning, your choices, your will, your concept, and also your ideas. So those are ten aspects of the mind that can actually be renewed. And that's just a few. That's not all of them. I'm just dealing with some ones that uh, we can kind of grasp <laughs> our hand around very quickly. And that are pertinent to her, because we don't want to go into the the subsets of these things or talk about the subconscious and all that. That's a whole different topic and a whole (laughs) level of teaching within itself. Uh, So I want to make it practical where you can understand it and not just be just blown away or on the opposite of the spectrum just be completely bored to tears with it. So I I think with those uh, scriptures that we've given during the course of this time and knowing where we are, Knowing what your current state is, uh, desiring what that change that you're looking to see, and then start beginning to apply all of the principles that we've talked about over the past six weeks. And I just really want to just encourage and also not just encourage some, also admonish some to really go into the archives and listen to the message. I've been having people coming to me at church and 
all the different places who listen to the broadcast. So, man, I've, I've listened to that two or three times, and that's you no, know, it's 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 really helping me. So that's those are the kind of testimonies I want that you are hearing, and not just hearing, but you're also doing. The next right, part yeah. we talked about. Are uh, you have something, Loretta? Go ahead. No, I was just saying. Yeah, we we certainly appreciate you know definitely appreciate all the listeners week after week, but also more so when they comment and send emails and say how the show has, you know, helped them or if they want us to talk about something differently in the weeks to come on the show. So we we like the communication back and forth. So we want to encourage that moving forward. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what it, it it took us right at about see the first really the first three weeks it took us about three weeks to lay the foundation for this whole thing and I I'm a firm believer in making sure that the foundation is firm that the foundation is sure because if the foundation is firm and sure then the house that you build upon it can definitely stand uh, and Jesus mm-hmm. of course talked about in in his messages you know building your house on rock and also building your house on sand. And he compared those one to the one who hears the words and do it. He likens them to someone who builds upon their house upon a rock. And that way when all of the vicissitudes of life and all the adversities and the tribulations come, he said those things are going to beat upon that house. He said, but the house stands. And then on the flip side of that coin, he talked about someone who heard the word and not and did not do his word or do his sayings or do his bidding. And when those storms, those same storms came, it said the house not only failed, but it said was great was the fall of the house. So the house is completely annihilated. So mm-hmm. I just, I can just just spit you open and pour this information to you. I would. <laughs> no, no, we, know that, we know that's not possible, but but God has given uh given His ministers a different way of doing that, and that's basically just speaking because words. Our spirit and words are life. Uh, so, word. Once you speak a word, that word goes out into eternity, and it has to accomplish whatever that word was designed to do. Now, after we laid the foundation, after about three weeks, then we talked about uh, the, the process of renewal, um, and we gave some uh, some definitions about that and talking about what it means to conform. Uh, the word conform literally means to fashion together. It also means to make the same. So the word, the, that scripture basically tells us that, that God does not want to see his church and his world looking the same. It also means to bring mm-hmm. into agreement or harmony. So there's, there's never in scripture where he says he wants us to be in harmony with the world. Jesus said that when he came, he came to bring a sword. He said he came to set people at variance because of him. So in other words, light and darkness can't fellowship together because if light hits darkness, and guess what? The darkness has to go. So light and mm-hmm. darkness can never fellowship together or be in harmony together. They're diabolically opposed to one another. So we have to get out of this state of conformity and this, this thinking of conformity and start doing things the way God ordained them. The next thing we talked about was transformation which means to change the condition, nature, or function of something. It also means to change the personality or the character. Uh, Thirdly, we talked about what it means to renew, which means to make completely new 
qualitatively speaking, not uh, quantity, but we're talking about improving the quality or making the quality of that thing new, and it literally means to renovate. And then, of course, the word renovate means to make sound and fresh again as though new. It means to clean up the place worn and broken parts. So if you, so if it's some of those aspects of your mind are worn and broken, like the, the <laughs> wheel and, and the choices that you've made over the course of, of your life, then God said you have the ability to renovate those things using this word. Then, of course, we started the process after that. Uh, the first step was to accept the Lordship of Jesus. Of course, that's number one. You have to accept this lordship. Uh, secondly, we talked about that realize that you have a, an active part in the process. Now, the operative word there is active. You have an active part in that process. And if you would look at uh, Colossians 3, we're not going to go there, but if you read Colossians chapter 3, wow, they give you a laundry list of things to do, and it actually shows you specifically how to do it. Talks about how you should put on, put off some things and then put on some things. Ephesians chapter uh, 4 deals with some of the same things. Ephesians 4, 22 and 24 talks about the same thing, that, that you put off the old man, which is corrupt, according to deceitful lust, and then you put on uh, the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And then we talked about you need to foster a lifestyle of abstinence, sanctification, and holiness. And we know those are some really, really terrible words according to the world these days, and and there's some people in the church. You know, I I heard a minister say on a broadcast one day, well, we we know uh, abstinence is not a a, a realistic doctrine to teach in the times in which we live. Well, I could have have, uh, just broke up the radio when I heard that, no, God is still a God of abstinence, uh, abstaining from certain things. And, of course, we, we talked about all that, what it means to abstain. We also talked about uh the word abstain means to just stop, yeah. not to indulge in, uh, and that could be in anything. And the word sanctification simply means that you're setting yourself apart for a particular use. And, of course, holiness deals with uh, just purity of your character, purity of your thought, um, and just how you do things. So there are three distinct words, but you have to foster that type of mindset is that I'm going to foster a lifestyle of abstinence because the only way to really break an addiction or to break a stronghold in your life is that you have to abstain from that substance or you have to abstain from that conduct. It is Mm -hmm. impossible for you to get victory from something if you're not abstaining from it. I'm just going to let you know that. And any psychologist um, who may be listening or who you know can – confirm exactly what I'm saying, that the only way to treatment in any treatment facility, if you go to the treatment facility for alcohol and drug abuse or sexual addiction or anything that any category that you're addicted to, the first thing they tell you is that you have to abstain from this. You can't do it anymore. And, of course, if it's a substance abuse, then, of course, they they administer some type of uh, medical assistance to help you get with it because they don't want you to kill yourself going through withdrawals. So that's that's a whole different topic within itself. Um, Then, of course, you have to set yourself apart for a particular use, and then you have to live that life of true holiness, just just out and out, just being pure 
in your thought, being pure in your body, being pure in your motives. Uh, that's a synonym for holiness is purity. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not about how you dress, even though uh, a mindset of holiness would dictate to you how you should dress. And of course, the Bible gives us some directions in that. We're not going to go into that. So you need to foster that mindset of abstinence, sanctification, and holiness. And then the week after that, we talked about continuing the process. And then, we, of course, we talked about strengthening the law of the mind. And the word law in that context means prescriptive use. So like someone, like the doctor writes you a prescription, they tell you, tell you the dosage that you should take, how often you should take it, and how much you should take. Well, that's what the, uh, that's what the law of the mind does. You, and you can build up your mind by, first of all, Nullify, uh, nullifying the dictates of the flesh. All the thing your flesh can do is crave, lust, and desire. You know, as I think Loretta liked that statement when I first made it was that your flesh does not have a mind of its own. So the, the, the flesh can only put pressure on the mind. That's all it can do. But the mind has to uh, is the one that is ultimately in control because your body or your flesh can do anything that your mind doesn't allow it to do. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, we talked about walking in full awareness and knowledge of what you have learned concerning Christ. You have to walk in the full awareness and knowledge of what you have learned concerning Christ. You have to learn his character. You have to know his ways and and of course, we can learn these things in His Word. But one of the major ways you can you can learn Christ is by fellowshipping with Him by way of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the God that God has left in the earth for the church in the times in which we live. He is that Paraclete. He's one that is now called alongside us to guide us in all the affairs of our life, and He's there to help you do whatever you need to do. He's not going to make you do anything, just like the devil can't make you do anything. The Holy Spirit is there to help you accomplish your task. He's not going to do it for you. And then uh, the third point on the continuing that process of renewal was to function in the power of the Spirit and not just the letter of the book. So don't just just get into just a verbatim what the Bible says, unless you get an understanding of what it means and the way that the, the best way to do that is to read something in its full context. Even if you have to go all the way back to the beginning of the chapter, I always teach my students that the best way to to study the Bible in context is to go, go back to where that thought began. And I think the longest one that I've dealt with um, went back almost like four chapters for me to find that thought. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you may have to go back to you may have to back up four chapters. But just to go in there and just to pick a verse and to base your life strictly on just that verse and not having an understanding of why that verse was written or who it was written to and the times and which it was written. There's just so much goes into that and we're gonna talk about that once we get to the part of how to study the Bible. Uh we're gonna talk about some of these things. That way you can have an understanding of what you're reading. But because even if we did not have a Bible, he still gave us the Holy Spirit. He gave us the Holy Spirit before he gave us the Bible. Mm. I want y'all to think about that. So, so for Jesus, yeah, because I hadn't Jesus, heard that one before. 
And that's true. I like that. Jesus, when Jesus went uh, to, uh, when Jesus uh, went back to heaven and he offered himself, you know, upon the mercy of God, he he became that 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 living type that was so uh, typified in the Old Testament. Well, he was that lamb of sacrifice, and then he the one himself said that you will know that I made it to heaven because I'm going to send the Holy Spirit back to you and the sign that I'm going to give to you is it, it, that, that you're going to know. And they knew on the day of Pentecost that the Holy Spirit made a grand entrance with a sound <laughs> as a rushing mm-hmm. mighty wind. So so, so he, he made a grand entrance uh, when he came into the earth, and that was the sign that he did, that Jesus uh, made it back to where he came from. But he was not going to leave us helpless with orphans, but he sent us another uh, helper in the form of the Holy Spirit. So that's and and I'm trying not to just get into just just deep teaching mode today. I really want to just cover these. I know, because I mean, you touched on so many things that um, individually could make a, an amazing weekly show for weeks. Like the you know knowing more about the Holy Spirit. You you taught me something right then. I, I probably heard it, but not put like that, so it didn't like resonate in my soul. But the Holy Spirit was before the Bible. I love love love. And I want us at some point to do a study on the Holy Spirit so people can really understand you're never alone and you all, there's always wisdom and there's always guidance and protection um, through the Holy Spirit for us and then talk about the angels that we have, you know. It's just so much we can talk about during this spiritual show and I want people to understand that. That and we will talk about it. We will we will get yes, to we it, will. so just keep listening and hang in there. <laughs> Because actually that is that is one of the topics in the discipleship study course. So we will get to that. Uh I don't know which one I'm gonna start on, on next week, but I'm I'm gonna let it be a surprise. We'll 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 give you a teaser on Facebook and by email uh, to let you know what the topic is, is gonna be. But right now I haven't really narrowed it down to which one we're gonna talk about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, because that's definitely one I want to talk about. And then, of course, how to study the Bible. I want to talk about how to pray the proper way. You know, there's oh, yeah, so many ways. And, uh, so it's just so I'm, much. You know, I can't I'm, wait I'm, for us I'm, to. And I love that we completed what we could complete in the amount of time that we had on renewing the mind. And I'm sure each thing that we talk about weekly will address that, even though that's not the totality of the topic. You've got to keep doing this. You have to keep in your mind. We talk about those ten areas um, that we can work on, and already said that there are many, many more. But those are the ones he concentrates on during his, um, you know, his teaching and his studying. So just hang in there. I tell you, I know one thing. Every Tuesday, I look forward to the show, and every every Tuesday, I learn something. And I've read the Bible, you know, many times from Genesis to Revelation, many, many times, but I always, every time I read it, I get something different. And and, and that's what it is, you know, because you know, the, you know, the spirit of the Bible in those words are the words of spiritually, spirit, spiritually discerned. Um, well, you know something, I left out a part, Loretta. I left out about last mm-hmm. week. The last, the last week was we talked about you or what you think. That was the last part, and we gave some yeah. scriptures of how how you think, and I think we got hung up on one quite a while. I think there was in Galatians six and three, 
or how not to think more highly of ourselves than we also think. I think we kind of got hung up there for about 30 minutes. We did because people, you know, there's the world view of what that means, and then that's the spiritual view of what it really, really means because we were having to, you know, remind people don't think so highly of yourself, and that was one of those comparisons, but not in terms of when it's, you know, it relates to mental health, when you're, you have low self-esteem or you already have these negative messages saying you're nothing, you're nobody, you'll never be anything. It was not telling us to do that, and I want people to make sure they, they understand that. That's not part of the teaching. That's, that's a whole nother conversation. And it is, and that, like at some point we're going to cause the, the, the whole intent of the show initially is to uh, is to cover the entire discipleship study course that was created uh, uh, in 2006, and now you have the opportunity to really get the information out. And once we cover most of that, then there'll be other topics that we'll we'll cover and uh, subtopics, and we'll deal with things of common interest. And then and and even uh, between those teachings, just whatever God nor impressed upon you know our hearts to discuss for that particular week, you know that's what we're going to talk about because we're you know, if when it's all said and done, you know, we, we, we're still here to do his will and to do his bidding. So and so if, if he wants to interrupt the series and say, well, I want you to talk about, uh, you know, dealing with people's hurts or, I mean, and that's just an example because there are a lot of hurting mm-hmm. people in the body of Christ. So it's, you know, the intent of the show is that, and that's our objective. But when it's all said and done, you know, I'm I'm only a servant that is under the lordship of Jesus, and if he says go this way, then I'm going that way. If he says stand on your mm-hmm. head in the corner for five minutes, then I'm going to stand in my corner on my head mm-hmm. for five minutes. So, so it's, you know, I'm, I'm, being, right. I'm, I'm, I'm being a, I'm being a bit facetious, but that's what that's how we have to get in, into it. Our Christian walk is that we have to do what we are led to do or what we are instructed to do. And sometimes I don't like to use the word led, or sometimes led, you can be led by your flesh, um, and you think you're not, uh, think you're being led by the word, and you do, well, I was I was felt led to do this, and you did something just way off of base. So if you lay it, make sure you've been, that you've been, that you're following the lead of the right person and not just what your flesh is desiring to do. Well, Loretta, I think our time is nearing an end on today. Uh, is there anything that you want to interject before we close the curtains on this particular topic and get ready to make another curtain call next week on a new one? <laughs> <laughs> no, you've done an awesome job of recapping everything, um, very methodical like you always are. You, you touched on every week that we talked about something differently and uh, I just want people to go back and listen to those conversations whenever they need it. Invite other people to listen to those conversations and, you know, just continue to tune in with us every Tuesday from 11 a.m. usually to noon. But today we're doing a short, a shorter version of what we normally do just as a recap to allow you time to go back and listen to some of the other shows before next Tuesday. And um, we want to invite you to call in. It is a live call-in show, and I know this is one of those shows where there's so much information you don't want to call in because you might miss something. That's what everybody tells me. But the number to call in is 347-539-5772, 347-539-5772. You can reach Michael at gloryapp at aol.com. He's on Facebook. He is now 
He now uses his tw- Twitter. <laughs> he tweets, everybody. He tweets. And um, just reach out to him. He has Discipleship International if, you want, if you're in the Memphis area and you want some one-on-one counseling or help or guidance, then please, you know, call him and ask him about how does that look for a person. And it is a holistic approach, so it's not just one area that he helps you in. He does the holistic approach. So, call, you know, reach out to him. And, of course, you know how to find me on Facebook and Loretta McNary Show um, dot com and all that stuff, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. You all know how to find me. Trust me, I know that because you send me emails and text messages and inboxes. So, And I love it. I, it takes me a little longer to get through everything, but we're so glad that you are love communicating with us and that you love the show. And uh, we just thank you all for your support, and we'll continue to be here for you every Tuesday. So anything all else right. you wanted to add? No, that is it. I don't want to open up the. I don't want to open up uh, a can because you know me. Once I get rolling on, I know. <laughs> I want to. I want to dig into it. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pull the lid off of it. But I. I just want. Uh, just my closing remarks is simply based. Simply say, you know, faith is what pleases God, and faith without works is dead. So it, if if you're not acting on what you're learning, then you're not pleasing God. Uh, you know, you you have to always be in a constant state of renewal because we never arrive. The only time that you've arrived is that's when you are standing in the presence of God. So that's that's the that's the ultimate arrival. And 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 you have an ETA <laughs> at some point <laughs> in your life for you know you you're going to arrive in there and you're going to be rewarded for the things that you did while you were here. Uh, in the body here in the earth. But in the meantime, we want you to be just completely transformed by the renovating of all the aspects of the mind that we talked about. And if you have any questions, feel free to contact me. I'm here to help. All right. Well, that's it. We're going to go ahead and close it out, everybody. We thank you so much for listening to Loretta McNary Live for this Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, our spiritual personal coach. As always, we invite you to think positive, dream big dreams, help someone along the way, and we will talk to you very, very soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.